Welcome to the first installment of the Alien Probe Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm being joined by my producer, Robert. Hi. Um, the Alien Probe Podcast goes over everything paranormal, weird, Bigfoot, aliens, UFOs, whatever. I mean, it covers the entire weirdness world. Uh, today we're going to be discussing, um, where are the aliens? Um, to start with, the aliens might be hiding in underground oceans on moons surrounding other planets. Um, if they were, they wouldn't even be able to be seen as I think they'd be deep underwater. We wouldn't know they were there. They wouldn't know we were here mm -hmm. and, um, we wouldn't be seeing them at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting that we are always looking for aliens that would have the same kind of, uh, internal systems that we have, you know, breathing oxygen and, uh, you know, just basically inside working the same. Uh, so I, I, I like this theory because, you know, it, it kind of promotes the idea that maybe we're looking in the wrong space and, and there's a huge amount of space that we're not even looking towards, even in our own earth, you know, we, uh, where there's so much, um, unexplored areas, uh, in our oceans that they could be at and we wouldn't even know. Yeah, that's a good point. Deep in the ocean. Yeah. You know, they've got the, um, with the spacecraft coming out of the water. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of that going on. I know that even the, the, the Tic Tac F-16 footage caught, you know, the spacecraft entering the water, mm -hmm. going presumably deep underwater and then escaping and yeah. going quickly. You know, I haven't had a lot of personal UFO experience, although I am a believer. Uh, the weirdest thing that ever happened to me is related to that. It was about 2012, and um, I uh, lived right on the beach in Santa Monica in this apartment complex. And around 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, me and my significant other at the time were woken up by this weird throbbing humming sound. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was really loud, and I've never heard anything like it. It sounded like a sci-fi sound. And we actually went out on our balcony, and you could tell that the sound was coming from the ocean. And we sat out there, we recorded it, and none of the sound went on the actual recording. Oh. And then, um, you know, it kind of just faded away after like an hour. We didn't see anything, but it was a really strange sound. But yeah, maybe that's related. Yeah, that's yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't had any other types of uh, experiences with UFOs either. I've just decided to start the podcast because. I have an interest, and I think there—I think there's something out there, but I really don't know, you know, if there is. I mean, the closest thing I ever had was up. Uh, we lived up in the foothills of California, and I had there was uh, we were outside, and we were actually watching some, um, you know, meteors, a meteor shower, Leonid meteor shower, mm -hmm. and out in the sky, it's, look, it was far. And it looked like a triangular pattern of stars. Mm -hmm. And there was lights coming through the triangle. You couldn't see from behind the triangle, yeah. but the lights came through the triangle and out and then proceeded across the sky. It, it just, we couldn't, you know, we didn't even, it was quite some time ago before the cell phone thing. So mm -hmm. um, we really couldn't, we couldn't really do anything with it. So, um, you know, it was quite unusual 
the next thing is, are aliens imprisoned on super-Earths? And super-Earths is a gigantic Earth, and uh, presumably it has 2.4 times uh, greater than Earth's atmosphere, so we can, <laughs> I, I just, we're thinking a spacecraft wouldn't even be able to escape achieve escape velocity mm-hmm. it's because of the gravitational pull of the planet itself i i don't know why i mean we're taking this obviously out of an article but i don't know how we would be able to make that determination they couldn't do that pull i right. mean there is you know they could have the technology to actually make that pull but um i think that specific part of the article is kind of saying that um, you know, we're not talking about super intelligent aliens. Maybe we are the most technologically advanced. Yeah. And there are other living species that would have to take an even harder uh, technological jump um, to achieve the achieve the kind of technology needed uh, to escape the atmosphere. But I mean, the the universe is so old. And again, going back to we're always kind of baselining it against our own human experience, but life could have been born on other planets uh, far earlier than it was on our own. So it right. would be way more advanced just from the gift of being here longer. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And this is all kind of just shooting in the dark, but it's interesting. Theory. Yeah, it is an interesting theory. I mean, um, the next one is we're looking for robots. Maybe the, maybe the, they are not even physical and what we say human, maybe it's, and and one of my theories is that the spacecraft that are coming in that we allegedly, you know, are seeing, not allegedly seen, but the things we see, Mm -hmm. um, are operated by, um, androids as it were. And they're studying us from afar because they can't like us, they would get old and die by the time they got here. Mm -hmm. So they send out these probes kind of like we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got the naked guy, and we've got the record, and right, you know, right. all the Led Zeppelin and whatever <laughs> we put on there. Yeah, or we, you know, it was designed by Carl Jung, right? The the image, if I'm remembering. Yes, yes, it was. And so I think maybe they're sending, you know, their maybe this is their version. You know, maybe they're not to say that. I mean, where that's kind of getting off track. I mean, maybe they were sent by something humanoid. Yeah, but it also could have been said by something that was not humanoid, and then these are just probes. Yeah, um, if they're you know not human, I don't know if they're really concerned about taking over our you know our our, our planet. Yeah, you know, now that's always a science fiction thing. Yeah, they're coming in, they're taking over. Right. You know, and we're all going to get wiped out. You know how many you know from the beginning, Earth versus the flying saucers. You know, they come in and. Yeah. You know, they're wiping us out. All these, you know, these things weren't even human. You know, they were just a bunch of robots. Yeah. And again, going back to we're constantly comparing it to ourselves, you know, because we're so warlike and we're so, you know, manifest, you know, built on the concept of like manifest destiny. So, yeah. you know, we're assuming that the extraterrestrials would be the same when in fact they could be totally, you know, peaceful. And just interested in, you know, scientific analysis, or maybe they created us, who knows. Um, but I think it makes a lot more sense if you have a high degree of technology and uh, you can communicate with um, these with these ships from far away. 
much like the internet, Wi-Fi. Right. Why would they send the live uh, right. beings in the ships? Why wouldn't they just remote pilot them, especially if the travel took a long time? Yeah, be a kind of a boring trip. Uh, you know. Yeah, and you would have to like invent all sorts of like stasis and stuff if you right. had the ability to just do like way way uh, can 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 communicate with the ship from like a, a huge distance. Yeah, then why not just send the ship? You know. Yeah, so that's also an interesting concept. Uh, the next one's a. We've already found the aliens, but are too distracted to realize it. Um, this one was an interesting one. I didn't really understand the the concept, um, but you know, the aliens wouldn't look anything like us. Mm -hmm. Is kind of what it says. You know, thanks to pop culture, aliens probably make you envision a spooky humanoid with a big bald head. Um, I don't know. This one was kind of an odd segment of the of the um, article, but you know, I don't know what they were really trying to get at. Well, I mean, you never know. Uh, different animals or you know species on Earth, um, based on our limited understanding, we may think that they're part of our ecosystem, but instead, you know, they could be some alien life form. They go going back to that Rick and Morty episode where uh, the squirrels were actually some interdimensional alien race that's sitting here to kind of just monitor us. And we just couldn't even pick up on, you know, they, how they actually communicated. I hope Could not. Be similar to that. My, back, my backyard's filled with them. Screw <laughs> And then Bigfoot. I mean, there's the theory that Bigfoot's an alien. I mean, we haven't found, you know, we haven't found a dead Bigfoot yet. Yeah. You know, and how are they hiding their, you know, I mean, that's another, that's a whole other segment. Yeah. But, you know, that... There's a theory that Bigfoots are actually aliens, you know, that are just here, you know. Uh, the next one, humans will kill all the aliens, or or already have. You know, it's we've probably by accident almost maybe with, you know, maybe uh, insecticides, maybe they were here. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be our size, obviously. They mm -hmm. can be um, like ants. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be, they could look like anything, you right. know, and maybe by accident we've destroyed them and we didn't even really know, you know, so that's kind of a, an interesting concept in, in itself, you mm -hmm. know, are they, you know, were they something and we already did them in, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like the war of the worlds, you know, or just the mere fact that we were there, you know, that, you know, the virus destroy them, you know, the, the COVID of the 50s, I guess you'd say. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, next one, the aliens triggered climate change and died. Well, they, on this one, they, you know, they were here, mm -hmm. presumably before us, and uh, the uh, they came in and, you know, uh, developed a civilization. We're and I know, I'm, are you familiar with the uh, the deal where, you know, how many civilizations have been here before us? How many times has this happened? I mean, we're, we've got this civilization. I've heard somewhere four four times. I don't know how they'd even know. Yeah. But, you know, but and back to the, you know, the destruction of civilization on Earth. I mean, it's been, it, it dies, it gets, I saw this one deal on discovery where it, what happens after 
all civilization dies and what happens to all the buildings and it just shows that they just just literally evaporate into the into the soil and you kind of start over yeah you know we may not ever have any right we see these small artifacts that we pull mm. out of the out of the ground and you know that's allegedly part of so like there's this the first computer you know and it was this you know a rusted old thing and that they pulled out of the ground it was rather fascinating that they even came up with that yeah i think what you're referring to are what are commonly known in the ufo community as upas or out of place artifacts uh, yeah they basically don't seem to fit in with uh that time in history's level of technological advancement and um i i you know there there are quite a few of these um the Baghdad battery yeah. um, is one of them, and then I think there was some sort of com computer uh, found in ancient Egypt. Um, I, I, it is interesting, particularly in Egypt, and going back to uh, what we watched last night, Stargate, yeah. that more and more um, actual evidence is pointing to Egypt being, the civilization of Egypt being far older than yeah. we initially have estimated, but contemporary scientists still are hesitant to actually admit this, I think um, who is a Robert Schock has actually gone forward, and he's like a geologist, a, a famous geologist, and has pro provided ample amounts of evidence based on um, his testing of the Sphinx um, and the erosion patterns that appear on the Sphinx that it actually is far older um, than what we initially thought. And some people point to the fact that the head may have been something different, like a lion head, and that it was re-carved into a pharaoh's head later yeah. on, that there's different erosion patterns in, in both pieces of the Sphinx, which I think is uh, particularly fascinating. Yeah, and what is it, five, they think it's 5,000 years old, and then 10,000 10, years old, they yeah. really have it, yeah. you know. And it could be that it was a huge civilization um, whose kind of materials just didn't uh, stick around as much as something like the Sphinx did. But if a lot of their tools and stuff were easily biodegradable, it, it, you know, you could assume why you wouldn't have a lot more evidence to support that theory. Interesting, yeah. The next one, dark energy is splitting us apart. Well, that's like the weirdest one. You know, I don't know. I don't know if dark energy is really splitting us apart or if, I don't know how that's going to make the aliens, how that has an effect on whatever aliens are. Yeah, I'm not big on physics or matter or anything like that. Um, my brain can't handle it, so I'm not really sure I can wrap my head around that particular theory. Well, let's, go, let's kind of go into the, where are the UFOs? Are there UFOs? Mm-hmm. Um, you and I both are big into the Bob Lazar and Joe Rogan interview, which kind of, I'll listen to that. I've got writing along with friends of mine and I put it on and then I'll fire it up and I'll, because even people that really weren't big into UFOs all of a sudden were like, holy crap, this is, this is for real. This is mm -hmm. real. I and mean, Bob Lazar was able to keep, um, his facts straight throughout all these years since the 80s 20 years and not deviating one bit from um, what he experienced at s4 which is a, a, a faction of area 51 down there mm -hmm. so i don't know different ufos he found four or five different ufos one was actually um 
one was actually allegedly dug up and it was it had been underneath the soil you know kind of like um just you know they were digging for something probably in the western days and all of a sudden they found this ufo and it made its way to s4 for evaluation but you know what do you think well i mean i've been interested in ufos and conspiracies and the paranormal for a few decades now um, what initially got me into it was I was huge into comic books when I was younger and I kind of gravitated more towards graphic novels as I got into my 20s. And this publishing company called Paradox Press put out these uh, series of uh, large graphic novels called The Big Book Of. And two of the topics that they covered were conspiracies and the unexplained. And in the unexplained novel or graphic novel, they covered uh, extensively the Bob Lazar story. Uh, and I was immediately fascinated with it, particularly in the areas where it seemed like the government was really trying to suppress um, what he was trying to put out there. Uh, you know, a lot of people still don't know that Bob Lazar initially came forward um, as he didn't want to be identified. He was anonymous. And then he started experiencing a lot of harassment and he was so scared for his life that he finally came out and revealed his identity because he was afraid the government was going to kill him, or so he says. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been really interested in the story, and not a lot of people I knew had heard of Bob Lazar, so when Bob Lazar went on Joe Rogan, I was really excited um, to, to hear like a more uh, long-form version of the events that he described. It, it, you know, there, there is some people, including himself, that acknowledge that the, the thing that he experienced may have been a government experiment in and of itself, that the government manufactured these things for him to look at uh, just to get his reaction, um, that you know, they, he, he was part of a larger experiment to see how humans would react in general to uh, creatures uh, from another world. So who knows? Really? Yeah, I mean, he said... You know, he saw, I don't know if he saw the creatures, did he see the creatures? Yeah, he saw two scientists and the back of a creature, he said he walked by one day and the door was open, and then he said, I think that might have been a test. Yeah, well, this thing kind of, you know, came, reared its ugly head to start with, and, you know, obviously, area, uh, not Area 51, but um, in 1945, the Roswell incident, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of started out the the whole UFO phenomenon, it seems. And yeah. Was that a weather balloon? Was it? It's really ridiculous. I mean, the, the person, I mean, it was like a high-ranking uh, military official that reported it and the first day, right? And that's yeah. when the initial um, uh, papers went out that said, yeah. you have a flying saucer. And then they changed the story the next day, from what I remember. So I don't see why a high-ranking military official who, if the case is true, probably wasn't in the loop yeah. and then got scolded afterwards to, to change yeah. their story. I think that makes a lot more sense. Well, that kind of kicked off the whole UFO phenomenon. I yeah. mean, and then people started, I don't think people really started looking to the sky and then all of a sudden, wow, this is, you know, I'm starting to see things, you know, there's, you know, is there something out there, you know, and then you get, um, you know, the abduction, 
you know, there's a lot of weirdness out there. Are these people really being abducted, or do they have psychological problems? We don't really know. Probably a little bit of both. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. It's yeah. frightening, and then cattle mut- mutilations. What's the per- I mean, what's the purpose? I've seen, yeah, even recently, um, you know, cattle mut- this cattle mutilation thing where it's perfectly. Like a laser cut out, you know, portions of the, you know, the cattle, the, the uterus and mm-hmm. part of the jaw. And, you know, what what could be the, you know, I, I just can't picture why, you know, unless unless something, you know, unless aliens are trying to figure, unless things are evolving here on Earth mm-hmm. and they, that somehow is an indicator of what's happening on the planet. You know, they come in, they do cattle mutilations in the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know. How is how is how are we progressing? I mean, yeah. It could be something that we aren't even aware of, you know, that our our understanding of anatomy, we're not even able to measure what they're actually looking at. Or it could just be sickos. You know, yeah. if you look at Jack the Ripper um, in London, this was a very similar kind of style to the murders that he was doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe there's sickos out there. Uh, that don't want to necessarily kill people, but maybe they kill cattle and they slice them up. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, you know, I think that there are, um, maybe it's a mixture of both. Maybe it's one, maybe it's the other. I think that there's probably, I, I think it's already been proven that there at least has been copycats for crop circles. Um, yeah. So I could see why there would be copycats for, uh, cattle mutilation. Um, every time that there's interest in something, the news comes, more people come, more tourists come. God knows, you know, Roswell has yeah, no. benefited greatly yeah. from, you know, the interest. The in, Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> so there could be something said. There's, there's definitely historical precedent. Um, I know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was a whole group of people um, somewhere in America, I'm pretty sure, that created uh, a similar style of sea monster to Nessie and yeah. kept it going for years and got a festival going yeah. in the lake. Um, so, you know, who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. The crop circle thing is, you know, I saw the, the guys out there with the wood strapped to their feet, and, you know, but if you look at that, if you, if you look at that, there's no way that, you know, a that those designs could be made as you fly over. And I know you've looked, you've seen them mm-hmm. also. And there's no way that could be made by a guy with a piece of wood on a string in them stuck with to a stick in the middle, making a circle and make, I mean, these things are intricate patterns and three, in some cases, three to almost three dimensional patterns. Yeah. You know, I mean, but what would be the point you think? Well, that's the same thing as the, what is it? The, you get, uh, um, Yucatan Peninsula, where where they have the um, the gigantic, um, it's almost like a giant airstrip on top of these um, mesas down there. That they when you fly over it in an aircraft, there's no way these could have been made so intricately and straight. And then you know the pictures of the of these birds and. Um, just all of these, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, um, you know, the same thing. Those couldn't have been made by just somebody on the ground, hey, you know, without being able to be seen from above. I mean, I definitely think that they could have been made on the ground. However, I think that 
without a purpose, without there being things higher, yeah. why would they? Because right. nobody could appreciate what was being made. It could have been a tribute to the gods. You know, I, I have no idea. I mean, if I'm kind of up in the air on the, the ancient astronaut theory. On one hand, I think at its core, it makes a lot of sense. But then with like ancient aliens, there, they, you can only go so far. They're still going to seasons and seasons. So now I feel yeah. like they're just grabbing anything and you know everything. Well, they've got. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I've seen every. I've seen every. I'm watching Ancient Aliens because it's still coming out with new episodes. But yeah, they're just regurgitating. Well, old, it, it gets uh, a little <laughs> ridiculous sometimes. Like, was George There's Washington in communication with the aliens? You know, like, back, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, so, so everyone kind of gravitated toward that. You know, the the military is now um, back to the Tic Tac UFO. Uh, fighter pilot image. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, now they're saying that the government started to loosen up because there's so much to be seen um, out there with the military and if they're, they don't want to report it because they'll pull their flight status. Right. You know, now it's like, well, we're losing, you know, we don't want them to um, not release that information. We want to see what it is. We want to take it. And we want to study it. Right. And, um, you know, see where these things are coming. What is their intention? Well, you know? I think definitely, with especially in the last ten years and the proliferation of you know, essentially TV studios yeah. in everybody's pockets. Exactly. I think the government realizes there's only so much they can keep a lid on. Them, yeah. And it would be ridiculous to kind of uh, just disavow anything at this point because so much is coming in now that you. It serves their interests better to acknowledge the fact that maybe there is something else. We don't know what it is. They're still like, oh, well, maybe it's Russia. That's really why we want to release this, because it might be new technology from another country. I highly doubt that another country would have that level of technology with the yeah. kind of acceleration and stuff that you're seeing in those videos, and they wouldn't have just bombed us to hell already. Yeah. You know, um, I think that there is, uh, there's definitely an understanding that there is something else, but it could be that what the government is telling us is the truth, that they have no idea. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. <coughs> well, and speaking of the technology, let, let's just go off that. I'd like to, each time we put out one of these, discuss something of, you know, recent developments, like the jetpack guy down at LAX. Mm. Is there been anything new? I know there's two sightings. Um, uh, as far as I know, there's been two separate sightings by, uh, you know, pilots, uh, these commercial airlines reporting it. I think it's fascinating. It's most likely a person. Um, Hawthorne is where SpaceX is held, and it's right next to LAX. So who knows there? But these pilots are reporting a rocket man in the sky as they're, I think, landing. Yeah. And definitely is right. higher. It could just be a drone with a mannequin attached to it. Yeah, you know, you never know. Um, but it's it's interesting, that's for sure. It could just be Elon Musk fucking with people. Yeah, no doubt. You know, put the Tesla into space, and you know, yeah, what's next? Okay, well, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Alien Podcast, Alien Probe Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can catch us on Facebook at the Alien Probe Podcast, Twitter. At the Alien Probe Podcast at, is it Alien Probe Pod? Alien Probe Pod, yes. Okay, and 
definitely email comments or suggestions at alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. And thank you very much for listening.